Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Elsa Rounds and Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Out of respect to the news that Brian Ferentz won't be returning to Iowa, we'll be mailing in today's show the way he did play calling for his dad. This is Ira Paul, a.k.a. the man who wrote the Maction Manifesto, and with me as always is AJ. Just mock quarterbacks every pick. RKZ. Uh, remember the mock drafts in the summer? You had like 10 quarterbacks going in the first round. Not our mock drafts, the other people's. Oh, but we're going to do it today. We're going to be the first to do it in the fall. Yeah, we're catching up. Yeah. Yes. Today we'll be debuting our first 2024 NFL mock draft. I didn't realize we hadn't done one. Let's do Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving out to Casey maybe Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna find a steal? In the fifth, the home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Baldwin the Eagle. An anthropomorphized bald eagle. He's the mascot of Boston College. The nickname Eagles goes back to 1920 when Reverend Edward McLaughlin, unhappy at seeing a newspaper cartoon which represented Boston College as a cat after a track victory, wrote to the college newspaper The Heights. It is important that we adopt a mascot to preside at our powwows and triumphant feats. And why not the Eagle? Symbolic of uh, majesty? Majesty? Power and freedom? I, I feel like I'm reading that word wrong. Majesty. What's more majestic it, than an eagle? It just reads weird. Its natural habitat is the high places. Surely the heights is made to order for such mm-hmm. a selection. <laughs> Good point, Rev. Proud would be the BC man feel to see the BC eagle snatching the trophy of victory from old opponents. Their tattered banner clutched in his talons as he flies aloft. Is that how people used to talk? <laughs> what? If this reverend was at my church every Sunday, I'd be there, if you know what I mean. Who was this reverend? Why? Why Was he just the school's reverend? How much power did he have? Go Eagles. Go Eagles, indeed. Let's get into our first NFL mock draft of the year, AJ. Going off the post-week 8 draft order, so not taking into account the Steelers' mighty victory over the Titans last yeah. week, just so the Steelers are picking slightly higher. Yeah, we're not predicting anything. You know, we're not putting the Steelers at 32 where they belong. 
Uh, and you, you wish one a better better pick. They'd be zero tonight. and eight if they lost all their one uh, score games. So <laughs> they're, uh, they're they're breaking records. So. The goat team, baby. But you know who is picking number one as of right now? The Arizona Cardinals. Although Kyler Murray is uh, practicing again, he could be could be starting this Sunday. Clayton too might win a couple too many games. Maybe they won't be picking one, but. Resident coin flipper Chris Matsukis set us up to give AJ the first round, first overall pick this time around. So AJ, without further ado, uh, put on your Steve Kime hat. I know he's not the GM oh. anymore, but <laughs> I, I have many some, though. There are some athletic linebackers in this class. Get excited about. Uh, go ahead and uh, make your pick as the Arizona Cardinals new GM. Put on my Kime hat. Enter the toxic facility. You know, whatever. Oh, okay. No, okay. What I was gonna say is a story for another time. Anyway, I can't wait to hear this story another time, though. Um, I think this is kind of like a funny spot to be taking. Like this, obviously, mid-season mock. This is the right time. But um, you know, with hey, we got to see what Kyler Murray looks like. Maybe he, he saves his job and he's the Cardinals' future. Um, but at this pew, point, pew, pew. fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> So he's patron, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How can you see that and not think Kyler Murray is the future? But anyways, uh, I digress. I'm going to say Kyler Murray is not the future. And let, let's just let's just play this one safe. Let's say this is Caleb Williams. Um, let's say, you know, new coach. He doesn't doesn't get the fireworks going down the stretch. Um, they're cleaning house in terms of, like, you know, on-the-field talent. And uh, let's get them their hopeful franchise quarterback who, you know, Right now is uh, is looking like he's losing his lead on that uh, a strangle that he seemed to have had on the first overall pick, uh, the top prospect in this class. Uh, no more, you know. Many many a smart people are ranking Drake May ahead of him. Doesn't seem so so hot anymore. Many are like I I, I think it's gonna be Marvin Harrison Jr. is our at least my um, top player, yeah. top player on my big board come uh, come April. It's but easiest cop in the world. Easiest cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that being said, I, I think when it's all said and done, Caleb Williams is still going to be the uh, uh, the top quarterback selected. I just want to make a point that unless you think, truly believe that May or Williams is generational, I don't totally understand how you could have them ranked over Marvin Harrison Jr. What if you don't think Marvin Harrison Jr. is generational, Rob? What if you don't Ooh, like I the term generational? But those Buckeyes receivers haven't been pinned in the NFL as of late. So. <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. is not even the best. Harrison Jr., if I can throw it that way. What's the brother's name? I forgot already. He's the next one, baby. Oh, it's something. It's Jet. Jet Harrison. Jet. Come on. Jet is going to be better than Marvin. That's. I agree. I mean, Jet doesn't even need a, a nickname brought to you by Gus Johnson. What's faster, a Jet um, or a Maserati? Just leave it at that. Picking second, the Chicago Bears, who it seems as if, I don't know if Matt Eberflus is going to be a head coach, but it feels like Ryan Poles is going to be the GM again, just given the fact that the he's allowed to trade. To, to <laughs> trade the second round, their second round pick for Montez Sweat. Um, and with that in mind, it, it's worth pointing out that Poles did not draft Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields had a chance to stop the Bears from drafting a quarterback had he built on the success of last season and, and he had some he had some flashes but ultimately the injury I think's kind of derailed that mm-hmm. uh, I, I think Poles is gonna go get his own guy and 
I think his guy would be Caleb Williams, just coming from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs operation. But with Williams off the board, they go Drake May here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it is interesting that two teams that you know thought had their quarterback situations figured out not so long ago uh, are sitting at one and two right now and look like they're taking quarterback. Um, that said, it, it it might be interesting conversation to see. Like I, I know we're kind of, but let's talk the top two here. If Kyler Murray looks decent down the stretch, maybe the Cardinals, you know, still end up hosting that pick, potentially trading that pick. I think the Cardinals are more likely to not go quarterback in mm-hmm. Chicago, which I, I don't think is like a hot take or anything. Nope. Um, mainly because I do, part of me does kind of think Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin for, took that job because they were walking into a situation that had like mm-hmm. at least a, a guy who'd shown at time, in spurts pro bowl ability as a quarterback um i think it's going to be enticing if they can flip back to like let's say the the third or fourth pick and it still end up with marvin harrison like, yeah so who knows but right now it's hard to pass on caleb williams or drake may who i i think would have been the f- I would have taken both these guys over Bryce Young. I don't know if I would have taken them over C.J. Stroud. And that is not hindsight. I did have C.J. Stroud over Bryce Yeah, Young. sure you do. Prove I'm it. I'm just trying to pat my own back right now. While I can. <laughs> All right, you're on the clock. Chicago Bears. Ryan pulls back to the podium. They use this. The second overall pick is what they got from Carolina in the Bryce Young move. Uh, this is their own pick now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why, uh, why fuck around here? We just talked about how Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in the class. Yeah. Uh, why not just build with uh, you know a potential franchise franchise quarterback and uh, a generational until his brother comes along wide receiver? Why not just let's go, Martin Harrison Jr. Um, get them another weapon. <laughs> Their receiving group has been you know uh, shambolic for years and years. DJ Moore's coming on strong, but hey, that 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 song looks pretty good if you can have you know a young quarterback, uh, a potential. You know, a guy who, who's got the potential to be one of the best receivers in the league pretty quickly in Marvin Harrison Jr., DJ Moore, the running game, the offensive line, it, it still needs some work on the inside, but, the, you know, Darnell Wright's playing, playing pretty good. Um, maybe a decent situation, especially if it's not Matty Eberflutz calling, uh, calling the shots on the sideline. So just just go get those weapons, baby, and let's have some fun in Chicago for the first time uh, ever. So on those, offense. First three, those first three <laughs> picks I think were pretty chalk, pretty easy. Yeah. The thing that makes me hesitate, I, the the Giants picking fourth is tough because I think a lot of teams this pick will be Olu Fashami, mm-hmm. uh, the Penn State left tackle. Uh, the Giants just used a blue chip pick on Evan Neal, who's not panning out, and Andrew Thomas, when healthy, is one of the best young yeah. tackles in the NFL. So it's how quickly can you give up on Evan Neal? I. Do, do you want that question answered? I don't, cause I don't have one. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to believe they, they would do it well, this quickly. let me ask you this. this do, do they consider kicking Neil inside? Is that something right. we could potentially see down the stretch? But, so but that's just, yeah, so they'd be taking the L on that, essentially. Yes, yeah. Um, <sighs> do, do, do they take J.J. McCarthy? Daniel Jones sucks. But uh, I, I I actually think it's a, a debate between Olu Fashanu and, and Brock Bowers. That'd be that'd be really interesting. I mean, we saw them go out and you know acquire Darren Waller in the off season. I mean, the whole team's been, <laughs> been awful, so it hasn't worked out too well. But mainly, mainly because this is not a great defensive class. 
Yeah. Um, if they want the best playmaker that's left on the board, it's Brock Bowers. If they want the best player left on the board, it might still be Brock Bowers, but for positional value, it's all Olu Fashanu. It's close. I'm going to yeah. go Olu. I, I think... I think someone's... Maybe he starts inside. I don't totally believe that's true, but... Evan Neal kicking inside. It's a spotty play to Alabama. He's really struggling, and it's yeah. It's hard to point to any single game in his career and be like, "There, he he's showing it now." Yeah, so I, I think you just go older. I think if you know the Giants' offensive line wasn't wasn't like had any solid ground underneath it, you know Thomas wasn't hurt. I think we would have seen Evan Neal playing inside already. And I think there's a chance we get it down the stretch. Well, yeah, and I, and I think kicking Evan Neal inside is better than having Justin Pugh start. <laughs> Straight off the couch? <laughs> off the couch. Um, yeah, I think we're switching to five. got the New England Patriots. The first, I don't know. What's the last time they drafted this high? Drew Bledsoe, probably. Um, I, I think, look, I don't know where the Patriots' future is. Uh, they've been really up neither, and down. Neither do they. Neither do they. What's... Bill Belichick doing. I, I do think you look here. I, I think the biggest need, I mean, is quarterback, but outside of quarterback on this team, I, th- I think is off as a tackle. But that being said, you got Brock Bauer staring you in the face. <laughs> you got you got the history of the Patriots, you know, with, with their Rob Gronkowski and company, what they can do with the tight end. So I think to me, you're looking between another conversation with Brock Bowers or uh, potentially Notre Dame's Joe Alt or. One of the other tackles, but come on, Belichick's taking Joe Alt. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think here? Do you think the Patriots would just be too enticed by the potential of Brock Bowers, uh, or do you think they, they play it more safe and like go get one of these tackles in a great tackle class so they can get one I later? Think, I think it's it's Bowers or Joe Alt. I do too. I do too. Um, and for the f- we're gonna find a lot of tackle landing spots here for the fun of this mock draft. Let's get Brock Bowers to New England. Who, I don't know. I think instant, uh, obviously. Go ahead, yeah. I, I, J.J. McCarthy also. A Michigan man at quarterback for the Patriots. It'd be a little perfect. Um, yeah, I think Bowers just, you know, instantly becomes their best playmaker on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, also, though, back to the J.J. thing. Yeah. Uh, J.J.'s familiar with playing for a team that steals signs. That's a good point. It's going to be like a home for him, baby. Uh, <laughs> Bowers. Yeah. I don't know. Bow- bringing someone like Brock Bowers, I feel like, you know, it would be the last chance for Mac Jones. Like, okay, Jones, here's here's an easy weapon. We are, we've shown that we can do everything to, you know, well, when we have office coordinators, we can do everything to get them the, the tight ends the ball. Uh, let's make it easy for you, hopefully, and uh, let's see if you got anything still. Yeah, and I mean, Farrell Brown's their might yeah. be the best weapon this year. So. I think that's accurate, exactly. And then they have, like, a bunch of other tight ends they're paying. So that being said, they, they, they love their tight ends. They're going to add. And uh, that'd be a thing, uh, just a lot of fun and a great. I think, like, if you're Brock Bowers, that's that's got to be super exciting for you to go there too, right? Yeah. Okay, going to the Green Bay Packers, sixth overall. David Bakhtiari's never playing again. Yeah. It feels like so they're just gonna go ahead and take Joe Alt, uh, the Notre Dame left tackle, who's had a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. Maybe looks stupid by upping his play. He feels like one of the safest players in the draft. Uh, I, I I feel like. Him and Olu are, are two of the safest players. They're yeah, slam, feel like slam dunk tackle prospects. Joe Alt's the number one tackle in most classes. Um, yeah, steps right in. And like, I mean, they're, they're starting at Rasheed Walker, who's just getting, who's like a turnstile out there at a tackle. So stick Joe Alt in there. He is a very uh, technically sound pass protector, and 
moves former tight end and moves real well at six eight. Yeah, that's a good pick, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Give if Jordan loves the guy next year, give him a chance. Moving to the Colts seven, um, we haven't had a defensive player selected, and I think that uh, that speaks to this class, like you mentioned earlier. And this could be the spot where we get the first defensive guy off the off the board, or this could be the spot I think where we have the second receiver taken, just just to kind of bol- bolster things up for Anthony Richardson. That being said, I, I think the Colts um, lean to add on lean towards adding on that defensive front. I think they lean towards. Uh, the guy who's been probably the best edge rusher in in um in, in, in this class so far this season, and that's uh, Alabama's Dallas Turner. Um, adding him to that front, you know, you the great receiver class. You can go get another weapon later, right? You get get this the edge class. There's some talent, but the it falls it's off. it falls off. Yeah, it falls off. And here you can get the you know the first defensive player. Uh, keep adding to that defense that has not been playing too great lately. Um, and yeah, uh, I think smart pick. I, let me rephrase that. It doesn't necessarily fall off quick. It's just like Dallas Turner feels like the lone guy who's got. I don't even think he's a slam dunk top ten pick or anything. Yeah. Kind of maybe that there's a lot of solid starters, and yeah. Dallas Turner feels like the one guy who's maybe got that blue chip ability. Yeah, like I think like he's like yeah. There's a lot of solid edge rushers, but a, like I feel like there's a lot of guys that like if they end up being your edge two, you're happy. I mean, I like a lot too, a lot too, but. Um, yeah, but, but Dallas Turner feels like the one with the most pro bowl upside, you know, and yeah, we're taking Dallas Turner. All right. Las Vegas Raiders around the clock. They just fired Josh McDaniels. They just fired uh, Ziegler GM, Mark Davis, sink troll baby. Finally just named himself GM. Hopefully maybe he could coach too. His dad used to, um, it's Jim Harbaugh reuniting with, uh, JJ McCarthy here off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know about that, but I, I to me, I'm, I'm looking at uh, thinking ahead. Is Devonte Adams out this off season? Could we draft Keon Coleman, perhaps? Yeah. Or do we just realize we need to draft a young quarterback and take JJ McCarthy? That's what I'm going to do. Um, I think whoever comes in, it may, maybe it doesn't end up being JJ McCarthy. I think the QB three battle is still wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whoever ends up being hired as GM and head coach. Uh, I think they'll come in and want to get their quarterback in the building. I have a hard time believing Jimmy G is going to be here next year. Brian Hoyer, I don't even know how he's in the NFL. Aiden O'Connell is the making. He's a very solid backup. Uh, I'm excited to see him play this Sunday. Yeah, me too. Um, no, I think I think it's definitely time for the Raiders to get that quarterback. I mean, like, going to the scene with Garoppolo seems so silly, but yeah. And Yeah, and JJ's got the – like we've seen – Michigan doesn't have to lean on him that much, but like he has all the physical tools – the, the mobility to make plays out of the structure. You see him layering the ball really well. I think he's taking a leap with his accuracy this year. Yeah. Um, like, he has everything you want, and he feels very moldable just because... He does, yeah. Like, you get him in, like, a heavy play action system, I think he'd be really good very quickly. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, moving on to their uh, in-division rivals in the Denver Broncos. I feel like this is a team that, I mean, it can kind of go in a, in a, a few different directions. Um, I mean, quarterback is, is on the table, but I don't think they're going to reach for QB4 here. Um, Russell Wilson's been fine. He's been fine this year. Uh, he's not the biggest problem. He's not the biggest problem. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of other problems. I don't know. I feel like the Broncos are, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I don't have a good vibe on the Denver Broncos. 
I think, like, I don't know. Where do you look first for the Broncos? I'm going to phone a friend here and ask you. What? Uh, maybe pass rush? The pass rush looked terrible against Kansas City. It is terrible. But, like, like, dude, is, is edge too worth? I guess. Let's, let's go pass rush. Let's, 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 I think that makes the most sense. There's really nothing going or on I'd in the be, front. I, if they're training Cortland Sutton and, and receivers uh, on the table. Finally, like, but Keon, they've been trying Keon to train him for 10 probably, years. Yeah. Keon Coleman's probably the most talented individual player on the board right now. Agreed. Um, I mean, they're not going to go tackle. They've paid both tackles. So even though I don't know, it's a receiver they, and edge is what pops into my head. At yeah. Least. Same here. And I think like tackle, they, they, could but they won't you know what i mean um okay let's let's just do this let's just do this keon coleman should be a top 10 pick uh like you said like carlos Hunt's played not bad judy's had his glimpses uh, and then getting except for getting you know shit on by steve smith uh mims had his glimpses as a rookie but none of those guys are going to be uh keon coleman going forward um again russell wilson's okay i don't know you maybe you hope you can cobble together something uh, with the rest of the group, and maybe the defense stops giving up 70 points. Uh, yeah, let's take Col- Coleman and get them someone, you know, a, a, someone so dynamic. I, I know, like, that, that game-breaking ability. ability. Nothing, you know, nothing that they've had there in a long, long time, if, if ever, that type of talent. Uh, see if he can, like, get Game Wilson that type of big-time target. He can kind of have a bounce back, double bounce back here next year and see what the hell they can do with the, in the Sean Payton era. All right, Rams are on the clock at ten. Uh, is that right, or is the Commanders on the clock? I've got it mixed up here, AJ. I think you got Rams. Okay, thank you. Um, Order doesn't matter anyway. Just go Rams. But it matters to me. Do the Rams go and take a guy who plays right tackle, even though left tackles are their bigger need? Like, how how much are they thinking about? Well, J.C. Latham's played right tackle at Alabama, because I do think. That that's a, a pretty glaring uh Yeah. Need is offensive line. Alaric Jackson um, not getting it done, yeah. And JC Latham to me is clearly the third tackle. He's a a plug and play guy, but he, again he's played right tackle. There's a lot of receivers on the board. I don't think that's their issue. They found Puka Taku in the yeah. round. Um they're they're holes all over their defense, but this it feels like I mean they could go quarterback. Should or Think about how marketable that would be. I'm gonna go JC Latham. That feels like yeah. the, the like the smart get get the the biggest need, maybe the best player on the board still. Um, yeah. I, to to me, I think them looking at rebuilding, you know, and retooling this. I, I think they know it's got to start in the trenches, and they kind of began with that with Steve Avila. You know what I mean? And on the flip side, Byron Young's think been the, great the for them too. Of, of JC and Steve, Big yeah, Steve. that's so girthy. I gotta love that. No, I think I think that's a good pick. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's the biggest need on this team. And we saw like obviously we don't know what Matt Stafford's gonna look like going forward and you know next season, but we saw when this team is healthy, you know Sean McVay can still cook something up. And I think protecting Stafford or whoever that quarterback is next year, um, it gives them the best chance to to win football games, right? All right, commanders on the clock. The commanders on the clock. I think they're upset. They they missed out on uh on tackle three here. You're looking at you know a team that <laughs> that's probably their biggest need as well. Um, they just shipped off both Chase Young and Montez Sweat, so they can look at you know getting their next young edge rusher there too. I think those are the the two spots they're they're really looking at. Um, 
Now, the, the next tackle, maybe maybe not as clear here. There's a lot of good ones, but I think the top three are kind of uh, more clear. That being said, maybe maybe let's go to edge two. And I think, I think shooting down the stretch, I think the biggest riser, if not if he isn't already, it's it's going to be lie to lie to. I think giving them something a, a little bit more. He's got a little bit of versatility to him. You know what I mean? Can do a bit. Has has great hands. I don't know what the commander's he, he plan like is. Pa- he might have the best pass rush plan in the class. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what the commander's plan is, but I know Latu's got a great one. So let let's get them that the next edge here. They can flip him for a third in a couple of years. Yeah, and it's sick. <laughs> don't worry about the comp pick. Chase Young. <laughs> Chase Young trade's insane. Of course, it's to the Niners. Still, come on. Anyways. Uh, going back to Arizona at 12. Got this pick from the Texans, um, which we thought was going to be a lot higher. Yeah, it worked out for Houston. I think, what do you think about going receiver? I, like, they have Hollywood Brown. They have Michael Wilson, who's looked really good as a rookie. Yep. But I think they want that true wide receiver one, that true X. I think Roma Dunze is on the board. I think Mm -hmm. that's really enticing to put him with Caleb Williams. No, I love that. I I do think, like, like in my mind I'm thinking, you know, it's quarterback receiver, but it's like, oh, I get I get the flashbacks of Cliff Kingsbury not being able to get it, you know, <laughs> to keep his hands off these receivers for years and half of his draft class being receivers. But I think in this case that, that pick makes a lot of sense. I think that's a great pick. Getting a, you know, getting a huge playmaker like, like that with, you know, your young quarterback who, is, is awesome. Guy who can win vertically. Yeah. He's – He's a six-three. He runs sub four-four-five. He can make plays after the catch. He's going to like with Caleb Williams um, out of structure ability. I, I just I can envision Romadonze run, running wild mm-hmm. across the field. Caleb Williams is making magic. A couple like couple Big Ten boys back together too. You know, you gotta love that. Box on the clock. 13. Yeah, who knows what this this team is doing? I think, I think the like going forward. I mean, they had a weird off season. They had a weird draft class. You know, we've talked about Kansi when we're talking. You know, NFL rookies, um, and that would seem like an odd pick in my opinion. I'm not really sure what the plan is for the Buccaneers going forward. Um, it, they're kind of like in a wanderlust direction here. Uh, Baker Mayfield's been serviceable. Could this be the spot with QB four? I I think it would be interesting. I think this team, to me, this team doesn't really have a face. To me, this is a team that's kind of outside the creamsicle is losing some uh, marketability. I, I think this team needs an identity. And uh, let, let's, is there a quarterback worth of picking? No, I don't think so. But, like, what makes sense for this Buccaneers team? Like, Please, two cents. Let's hear it. Staying in state and bringing Jared Verse? Like, that makes sense to me, too. I mean, is Todd Bowles back? Like, what? I don't know. I, I Jason Light feels like oh, he's he, in, he can be never fired. be fired. No, he's 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 he's, in, he's invincible. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I feel like they corner one. Yeah, yeah. corner one. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Like, you gotta go and finally get your quarterback. But I don't know. Is there one worth it? I don't really think so, honestly. But. I don't know. Let, let's get let's get cor- the first corner off the board, and I think that they. But I mean, like they paid Carlton Davis, they paid Jamel Dean, yeah. Christian Isians look pretty good. Yes, at, at nickel. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a free agent. That's going to be really interesting. I think he's going to get a huge contract. He's been he, phenomenal this yes, year. Yes, he's been awesome. Um, I don't know. Go with your gut. I don't know. I thought just 
I don't really have a gut. I just because I don't know what oh. this team is doing. I don't, I don't have a gut feeling. Okay, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with my gut. Let's get them a let's get them a face. Let's let's go Shooter Sanders for the fun of it. Why not? This team, I, I just think they don't have a direction, and let's let's give them one. Um, I think they would hire Prime as a good. Yeah, it, this is this is Prime and Shooter coming along. Um, I don't know, decent. I think you know, decent landing spot for Sanders if it comes to this. You know, uh, Mike I mean, Mike Evans still got something in him. Chris Godwin is still good. You know, Palmer's been showy as a rookie. Also, line is, I mean, you got Tristan Werps and pieces, you know. I think this would be a solid landing spot for Sanders. I think it's just time for them to make a splash, you know. I know Brady was the splash, but it's time to kind of make, make a young splash. All right, Chargers on the clock at 14. Should they just draft another receiver? Quentin, Quentin Johnson's not working out. Let's go mm-hmm. get another one. Um. They're a tough team to me. Because they are. Like, yeah. On paper, they're good everywhere. Yeah. But it just... Uh, can they draft a head coach? <laughs> I think this secondary is a place to look. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I think... They they could use an interior defensive lineman. It's not the best class to be doing that. They've invested in the offensive line... Uh, if there was a center worth this pick, just just because uh, uh, the Corey Lindsley situation's just unclear, but I think I think you go secondary, right? I think so too. I think I think there's been no corners taken. I think you you got your pick of the litter here, and I think you. I'm gonna uh, go Nate them. Wiggins. I, th- I I'm a huge Nate Wiggins believer. I, I just I think he's taken his game up a notch this mm-hmm. year um, when healthy. And the Tigers the, just haven't, so he's kind of been lost yeah, a little. Not really, but I, you know think, what I, mean. I think he's the most athletically gifted corner. I think he has the most upside. I know Kool-Aid's got the cooler name, but and I, I think Kool-Aid's got a really high floor, but I, I think Nate Wiggins just like it's not an unbelievable corner class. Yeah. It's it's a deep corner class. Um and I just think Nate Wiggins has the physical tools and makeup of a of a lottery pick type of corner. It's a good pick. No, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I, th- I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the corner group, you know, shakes out because we have like four names I think vying or so for for a first round selection, or if not more. And I think it's still wide open. I think it's a good pick. The Tennessee Titans and uh, the Will Levis led Tennessee Titans are on the clock fifteen. Yeah, uh, anyone who watched the Titans on uh, <laughs> on Thursday Night Football knows that their biggest need is. Offensive tackle. This pick has to be an offensive tackle. Uh, who it is, I think, is a great conversation because this this tackle class is is deep. This tackle class is good. Uh, we've had the I think the, the clear guys have come off the board already, which makes it more difficult. Um, but I think I think that opens it up for like more. Eh, I don't know. Pick your pick your you know pick your favorite. There's a couple high upside guys who are a little light in terms of college starts yeah and then there's a, cu- a couple guys who i i think have far less upside but are more plug and play type guys and i feel like the tight ends have been burnt both ways a little bit more so with going with the high upside guys though lately this you know such a good this is a big trade back spot right yeah i i think so um i don't know i don't know with who or for what maybe i don't see the next quarterback maybe the next receiver um, but yeah, cause I think the Titans can just trade back, add and, um, find their tackle. Like, you know, 25, I think you're looking at the same, 
same kind of caliber of tackle. That being said, I wonder who, who do you think is is the best fit? I kind of have a name here, but I I don't know. At tackle, uh, I I think you guy Tyler Guyton's really interesting. Me too. Know, yeah. T- to me, like just Amarius Mims, the injury really throws me off with him. They have they've been burned by George Offs lineman. I think that can shy away too. Different GM, but yeah. Just got the helmet. Yeah, that's a good, uh, good ad. <laughs> Teams are stupid. Are okay, hold um, on. Are owners smart at football? No, they're not. So. I, I just think, like, it's a, a lot more unclear with Mims, who I think started five games, which yeah. is like Tyler Guyton, a, a guy who's still new to the position and hasn't started a ton of games, but he started far more games. Yeah. Played in far more games, I guess. Agree. I, I think Jordan Morgan on the board too i think that's an interesting one yeah that's the high floor guy who's yeah. started a ton but like yeah. to me none of those guys are first round picks sorry like jordan morgan's like not a or top 15 pick i should say. yeah i know he's not he's he isn't i agree with you there uh so okay let, let's roll let's roll tyler guided i think that's a good pick um interesting i, I think like he's ascending yeah he does it, he's been great i think you know he think he's been a big reason why that that sooners team has been better Bang, baby! Yeah, good pick. I think. I think this. It's just so obvious they have to take tackle, though. It's gonna be interesting yeah. to see who it is. Uh, the Saints are on the clock at sixteen. Um, can they? Can they draft that Cooper Flag kid, the the basketball player Duke? Put put him on the Pels too, baby. The Pels need need a. I don't know. I, I assume he's a small forward. I don't know. White it's got to be. It's got to be. Um, oh, did the Saints draft Riley Leonard because he's got a basketball background? <laughs> he's kind of Taysom Hilly. Saints are a team that are tough to draft for, unless. But the Pelicans are so easy to pick for. Yeah, it's for for real, for real. Um, okay, I don't know who's going to be running the show here. I they've already missed on Trevor Penning. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of I'm. Maybe just go best player available. Who's my best player available? Do they go with a pass rusher? Do they get another Car- receiver? Carl Granderson's had a great year. Cam Jordan's getting up there in age. Receiver, they like the receivers haven't been the issue. Rashid Shaheed's mm-hmm. been great. Yes. Uh, Chris Olave's good when Derek Kirk could throw to him. Michael Thomas has been fine. Yeah. But I mean, Malik Neighbors is in town. Yeah. Jared Verse is still on the board. Uh, they they could go get uh, Honey Badger 2.0, Cooper uh, DeGene, mm-hmm. AJ help me. I don't know. It, they're, they're, the Saints have always been hard to mock for. They could use a tackle because, again, Big Stinky's already a bust, but I don't want these tackles here. Um, yeah, I feel like offensive line is definitely they, – they could be another trade back and kind of land a tackle. I don't know. Hey, Penning may be another consideration to get kicked inside too, right? Um, might be. I don't know if it's going to work, but consider it. Um, I don't know. What are you, what are you feeling? How much? I'm scanning my board. Buy me some time, for God, goodness sakes! <laughs> I was trying to. You need a lot of time. Uh, I don't know, man. Like the same. Gonna... Go ahead. Yeah. I go. feel. I feel like Mickey just can't not draft defensive linemen, right? Correct. Yeah. Maybe just Jared Verse. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I think. I think that he seems like the like Peyton Turner just disappeared. <laughs> yes. Who? Exactly. Isaiah Foskey's getting healthy scratched. Yeah. Like, try again. 
<laughs> but also, like, I know, like, a lot of times they, they draft these really high tradey guys, but I think when they're not, I think Jerry Verse is kind of another one of the pass rushes they do like, you know, and I think that's smart. Like, instead of going after the traits and missing after miss after miss, uh, get a guy that, like, I don't know how great he's going to be in the NFL, but um, I think, I don't think he'll be disappointed in this pick, right? Yeah, he's a higher floor player than the guys they generally pick. Exactly. Jets are yeah. on the clock at 17. Uh, this is another team that, I, I mean, look, I don't know what they're going to look like next year, but this is another team that needs uh, offensive tackle help. Um, Rodgers, I mean, look, Rodgers is working his way back. I think, look, that, that defense is clearly good. You're not worrying about that defense. Um, could they use a safety? Maybe, but they can get that later. Uh, you're not worried about that defense. You're just worried to get Aaron Rodgers healthy and see what the hell you got. To me, you either, you know, you either go off to tackle but there's depth in that group, or or maybe you add to the receiver core. I know I know Rogers brought in his guys. Garrett Wilson's Garrett Wilson is Garrett Wilson. He's gonna be a stud. Um, but maybe do the thing the Packers never did, and and give give Aaron Rodgers some more support. And um, let, let's 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 go get them a receiver. Up. What do you think? I don't know. Randall Cobb's still there. Randall's still there. Let's let's go with the best receiver on the board. There's a lot of good receivers, but let's go with the, I think I think the clear of the top dog. Let's get them Malik Neighbors, and let's see what the hell they can do with Neighbors and uh, Garrett Wilson. You spoiled my cool move I was gonna do for the Bengals. Oh, I've seen that mock. Do, don't worry. Yeah, I was gonna do the LSU thing. That would have been cool. Scratch Shit, sorry, sorry. Look uh, at that. scratch that then. Neighbor Neighbors is uh, I think would be a really good fit with Garrett Wilson. Me too. I think it's a hell of a duo. And again, like just. Keep adding to that offense and see what the hell stakes. Um, okay, so the Bengals, I'm, I'm thinking receiver here too, just because T. Higgins' contract year mm-hmm. has not gone well. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was going to happily take Malik Neighbors. That would have been a slam dunk. Now I'm not so sure, cause just because I think Malik Neighbors was the clearly the, like, pro- probably clearly the best player on the board. Yeah. Um, now I'm thinking. Uh, what am I thinking? I'm thinking we could sl- like maybe reach on one of these other receivers. I don't know if it's necessarily a reach, um, or I guess like I don't think they need to add to the offensive line. Quite honestly, no, there's no one worth the value here. Really, could um, could this be a Johnny Newton landing spot? Adding an in interior there. It's interesting. That that's okay. Uh, I kind of like I kind of like that. I don't think he's a like. I don't think he's a top twenty pick though. Well, neither. I think neither it's was more Kalashikansi, likely one of these. Yeah, at least uh, at least Kalashikansi weighed twenty pounds less than Johnny. <laughs> Emeka Book is interesting here to me because of the, what he can do as a yak player. You can play him in the slot. He can yeah. either be your. He he's more of a Tyler Boyd replacement. I think Brian Thomas, the other LSU receiver, is really mm. interesting here because he's got more of the T. Higgins makeup. Yeah, and I'm assuming they're not paying T. Higgins, especially with how this season has gone. Do I pull you, trigger back to back LSU receivers? Well, you, you just got to take a receiver from a school that Joe Burrow attended, and I think you're good. Okay, I'm gonna take Brian Thomas. That's fun. Okay, I haven't I dug in. Let's. I want to hear the Brian Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I, I dug in on him uh, earlier today ahead of the mock. Um, he's kind of like, 
what the best version of DJ Shark. That's fun. That's fun. Like he can win vertically. He's really fluid for a six four receiver. Um, yeah. Obviously, six he, four. He's big receiver. If, if you don't, yeah, know. he's got a great catch radius, great body control. He's a way better off the line of scrimmage. Like his release package is like he he's so laterally jittery that his release package is so much better than I was expecting from him. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he can be that kind of what T Higgins has been. Yeah, ish. So that's where I'm going. Atlanta Pot- Falcons look like potentially more explosive than Higgins too. I can say that. Yeah, I think coming out more explosive than Higgins, but yeah. not the same, um, but like 50 50 ball. Yeah. Ability. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Uh, the Falcons, the Falcons are in a, I don't know, that's another team in a precarious situation. Uh, they're, they're switching over to Desmond Ritter, uh, from Desmond Ritter to Taylor Heineke. Uh, is Arthur Smith the head coach at this point? I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, that being said, I, is this a spot for QB four? I don't know. Do they? I really don't know what the hell their plan is. I think Smith is gone. I think this is kind of a new regime. They clearly have a bunch of uh, you know, just just ballers on the offense that they can't seem to get going. Um, I think it's another spot where you can get the the next tackle off the board too. The, the interior has been pretty good this year, but I think still uh, tackles a need, and this is a good group. Um, I don't know. The Falcons are tough because I just I just don't know what they're going to look like in April, right? Um, let's let's do this. Let's get them a big, flashy, uh, dripping with potential office tackle. Let, let's take a Marius Mims. Let's take a Marius Mims and get them a guy that could potentially turn into like a franchise left uh, tackle either spot, um, and and see if they can just <laughs> you know pave the way for Bijan Robinson and give whoever their quarterback is time to hit one of those receivers. It's, I think that's a lot of fun. Is. Uh, Minnesota Vikings on the clock at 20. Another quarterback. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, man. They're just, I don't know what they're going to be. Um, <laughs> hmm. Who's the, who's the top quarterback on the board for your money? I feel like there's a huge drop I, off in terms I, of I like don't who know. could potentially go next. To, to me, like, to me, there's no one. To me, like the quarterbacks who actually are reasonable taking the first round have all gone. I totally agree with you. I okay. Like, like the only one that can make that type of leap is yours, but he hasn't, and I, I don't think that's going to happen down yeah, the stretch. Uh, yeah, it's not happening. I don't see Michael. I agree. I, I don't see Michael Penix being a first round pick when it's all said and done. Even though he's been awesome. Oh no, gosh, no, not at all. No, I know. I just it's out there, so I just want to throw it out there. I, to me, the next best quarterback right now is probably Bo Nix. But yeah, uh, Jane Daniels Bo has been Nicks, unreal. Jane Daniels, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think any of these guys are. Guys. Yeah, I, I think they got the best chance. To me, I as of right now where we stand, I don't see any of these quarterbacks that haven't gone yet going the first round. Now, where do the Vikings go from there, Rob? That's the question. You said a lot of words. They just draft the corner? Just the same old, same old? Yeah, probably. I think that's what they do. Like, honestly. Kool-Aid's on the board. (laughs) Kool-Aid is a a player who I think Brian Flores would really like. Yeah, their cornerback play has not been very strong this year. No, and... He's like a press man guy. I know they're playing a lot of zone this year. He's been good in zone coverage too. Like he's 
the pattern match system at Alabama, like his footwork's so good. I just I don't think he's like high end traits, but he's a big time technician. That's mm-hmm. how I like Kool Aid at least. Mm-hmm. I'll take Kool Aid. I think it's a good pick though. I think that's what they need. You know, they've kind of gone. They've tried to hit more on traits at corner in the last while. I know different regimes, but and it hasn't worked out. So I think, I think that's smart. I also think like. If you're playing Byron Murphy on one side, mm-hmm. you put in Kool-Aid the other, it allows, allows Makai Blackman to play inside. Yeah. I think he's better. Yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. Pittsburgh Steelers 21. Uh, the Steelers, the Mighty Steelers have no needs. I'm sorry. I mean, we're just going to kick this. No, I think this is another uh, team that's got to look at corner. Um, I thought you were going to say quarterback. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, that too. Um, is there potential for them just to reunite the the Penn State duo, Rob? Is that on the table? Do they stay in the Big Ten and go Cooper DeGene? I think that's kind of one of the two guys. And I'm just going to throw it to you because you, you're, you're, you're the resident Steelers guy here. Who do you think is more um, – what, what, what do you – first of all, let me give me the big overview, but then it, between the two, who do you think is more likely to be a Pittsburgh Steeler? Cooper DeGene or who? Kalen King, I guess, or whoever else is at the cornerback position. Uh, I think Cooper DeGene is... That's where I was leaning. Or maybe that's just me being hopeful. I think he... he I think Joey Porter, uh, who played pretty well against Newt last night, Yeah. Um, I, I think is that big physical outside corner, that Ike Taylor corner. I think yep. getting the kind of weaponized nickel yeah. is more of a need for them. I mean, they need both, like, but uh, I think I think Cooper DeGene's special teams upside too is like very enticing. He's a mm-hmm. fantastic punt returner, an elite gunner. That's Steelers football. Yeah. Plus Iowa's same colors. He doesn't really. It's like the same jersey. Yeah, let's get Cooper DeGene. And you said it. I'm not going to add there. I think that's the right call. Um, I do think that's like the clear need for the Steelers, kind of once again. But that it's funny because some of these teams we've talked about, it's like, well, you know, they've taken this guy high in the last few years, but they're looking at it again. And obviously, they took Joey Porter Jr. early last year, but he's worked. He's looked good. He looked really good last night, outside of the like three awful penalties in the first quarter. But yeah, I think DeGene, nice compliment, more versatile piece, and like you said, special teams upside. Good pick for the Steelers. Houston Texans on the clock at twenty-two. Do they they go get? Uh... One of the best players available, who maybe it's not the biggest need, shockingly. Receiver's not the Texans' biggest need, I don't think. But I think adding a Mecha Egbuka here would be really cool to reunite mm-hmm. him with CJ Stroud. He's kind of the Robert Woods replacement. Uh, Stroud's yeah. looked really good with Nico Collins. Tank Dell's looked quite good. Uh, I, I think that's a, getting that, I like that. that yak creator guy. It's just fun. It's just it a fun pick, too. Like that's what the, that's, Bobby Silk also coming from the Shanahan tree that they love those yak receivers. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. I like. I think I, I want to see more of that from Tank Dell down the stretch. Like, kind of just getting the ball in those situations better. But, no, I think I think that's a really good pick. Uh, uh, the Niners now on the clock. That's a team that could be looking receiver, too. I think the Niners, it's going to be interesting. Let's see what they do down the stretch, right? What that's... With this team, I mean, they just went out and got Chase Young. How how high this team can uh, you know can they win the Super Bowl this year? Um, you know, Debo's been str- been battling injuries all year. Brandon Ayuk has been awesome. This Agbuka would have been would have made a lot of sense for the for the Niners for the reasons you just said. Um, so that being said, I, I think that kind of interesting spot. Um, this is a team, like I said, receivers interesting. I think corner is still like. Getting a first round type of corner is still interesting for the Niners. 
I think adding on the offensive line is still, you know, Trent Williams can't play forever. Um, so I think those that's kind of where you're looking is, is corner, offensive line, or another, like, just weapon for this offense. Um, to me, in fact, Buka was still here. I think that would have been a lot of fun to, to like you just pointed out, and it would have been great. So let's let's look let's look corner, kind of get them try to try to get them a, a higher end corner here. Let, let's let's take Penn State's Killing King. I don't know the Niners are hard to mock for because they're they're pretty damn talented everywhere. But you look on the you know Traverse Ward is playing 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 great. Um, Oliver's playing weirdly good. You know they have pieces, but it's, it's these guys that aren't like. You know, no, no blue chip pieces. So let's see what they can do with the first round corner. Kalen King, Penn State, um, and just keep loading up on that defense. You know who could use a corner? The Buffalo Bills who picked yeah. 24. Yeah. Ariel, it feels like, has already been labeled a bust. They just traded for Zul Douglas to try and kind of save the season, essentially. Yeah. That's how bad they're at corner right now. Um, injury after injury I, there. So I think you're kind of looking at Tyrion Arnold from Alabama as the top corner. I think there's a bit of a reach. Mm-hmm. I think Chop Robinson's maybe the best player left. Johnny Newton, not a player they need. Yeah. Like, they don't need an edge. Um, they do need a right tackle, which I think is kind of interesting here. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Spencer Brown's pretty brutal. I don't know how you feel about him. He's meh, yeah. I do think it's it's a reach to take one of the tackles. No, not at all. I don't think okay, so. Okay, because that's what I'm leaning. Just because again, I, I I think I think there's more corners to be had. In a, I think they're they're gonna do something in free agency. Honestly, like they they've been drafting corners and it hasn't worked. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I feel yeah. like that's how they're gonna go about it. And drafting unfortunately, like the guys field. the guys they drafted and it's worked. They can't stay healthy. It seems too. You know. But yeah. Which and, tackle are you going with? I'm looking at Jordan Morgan. I'm looking at Patrick Paul. Um, both really big. Yeah. Patrick Paul's super long. Um, I think Patrick Paul's more of a fit for what they want to do. What do you think? I'm. I think both are both are a good pick. I think that both There's are very f- in line here. Fuaga at Oregon State. Yeah. But uh, I think I lean Patrick Paul. Okay, He's I like that. I really like. Yeah. We've been on Patrick Paul for a couple of years. Well, I've known him since he was born. He's yeah, I remember. I remember that. Little, little, little cousin. I call him. I call him. <laughs> uh, little big Patrick. No, big little. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, yeah. I'm little, the clock. Little big Patrick. Keep it going. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's keep this going. Um, the Seahawks um, are going to win the Super Bowl first of all, so they won't be picking yep. here. No. Um, but obviously, you know, lots of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Defense has really turned it around. Uh, but they, they went out, you know, just traded for Leonard Williams, gave up a second and a fifth. Um, he's on a, you know, he's on an expiring contract. I think they plan to resign him, but you never know. That being said, they've retooled on the inside, on, on the interior of the defensive line. Uh, it's 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 worked. It's worked. But I think like let's go let's go add. There's no, you know, we still got the top whoever it is, top interior D, D guy on the board. Let's get Johnny Newton. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I know, kind of. A little similar to Draymond Jones, but getting another guy that can just thread in from the inside there, undersized guy, yes, but uh, the potential that we've seen him, we've seen him, you know, we've seen him take over games at the interior, and I think just having a guy that could potentially do that is extremely fun. Um, and they, they'll just rotate and let some other guys, you know, run deep. But even though he's not that bad, but yeah, 
Let's take uh, Chishon Newton, Illinois. America's team's now on the clock, uh, picking 26, Dallas Cowboys. They have um, a lot of interesting decisions to make this offseason. Yeah. Um, particularly with the offensive skill positions. I, th- I think they could consider a receiver. But the thing is, like, they're, they're not even using Brandon Cooks that well. <laughs> it's, it's true, yeah. Like, they could also consider going uh, offensive line just with Tyron Smith's mm-hmm. kind of windling down. Um, I think I'm leaning receiver. What do you think? They're also a corner team, but I don't know, again, that I love any of the corners. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, Jerome Bland is, is playing amazing. Um, yeah, no, I think receiver would be a lot of fun. Um it's, again, it's just this is a team that I'm not sure exactly what they're gonna look like come April, right? Um, Doing this really is like highlighting to me. I feel like the the play the talent drops off. Yeah, really quick at certain positions. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and this is a really great receiver group, though. But yeah, um, do they do they go with one of the Texas receivers and keep them in state? I think that'd be very enticing to the Joneses. Um, do they draft Landon Jackson from Arkansas because yeah. the Arkansas connection? I'm They're sure. I'm sure Jerry got him there. That's for sure. Yeah. I like Do that they one. draft Chop Robinson because he's from Penn State and it worked out last time? That when they're on the clock, you know, Jerry would call Micah and see how he was in the locker room. Yeah. Ch- Chop Robinson's falling for us, eh? Yeah, he's he's about to go. So don't worry if you don't take him. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm Chop's agent. If you didn't know. I'm struggling here. Um, I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft. No, I... Franklin. Ah, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Um, he feels like a good compliment to CD Lamb, a guy who can yeah. run vertically, get the ball in his hands on, on uh, jet sweeps. He's long. He's athletic. He needs to clean up some drops, but yeah. He's a high-end number two type of guy, I think. I think that's a lot he's, of fun. He's got a chance to go in the first round, yeah. Yeah, I think he does. I think this is a good range for him. Um, he's, I don't think draft people are underrating him, but I feel like he's almost still underrated college football-wise, which is shocking. Um, yeah, he's been awesome this year. That's a good pick. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars on the clock. I think they're looking edge. Chop Robinson fell. I think this is the pick here. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Josh Allen's been good. <laughs> Trevon Walker is, you know, Mr. Run stuff, but like they still haven't really found that um, pass rushing option uh, on the edge opposite of Allen. Let's get Chop falls here. I think that's a boon for the for the Jaguars. I like it. Um, Baltimore Ravens are on the clock at twenty eight. They've you can still draft a receiver for them. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, like. Zay's Zay's is good. They hit finally. You know, OBJ's up and down. They overpaid him. Bateman is, I don't know, trying to re- get some re- redemption there. But I think they could still go receiver. Lamar's been Lamar's been unreal. Munkin's got him cooking. Um, I think uh, why not? You know, I said fuck it. Let's keep let's keep Lamar keep rolling and get get to where um, he, sh- he he can be. I don't know what receiver to take, but I, to take <laughs> I was trying to buy you a second there. But yeah, um, they could go. Uh, they they still it, it feels like I know JD Clowney's having a great year, but like they could still go uh, pass. Yeah, rusher. absolutely. Yeah, who's, who's the top? You know who'd be a fun fit? 
Braswell? No, JT. Yeah, JT would be fun too. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thinking JT. Okay, I like that. That's cool. I, I just Big Ten pass rushers. Like it. Let's let's go for a third one. Braylon Trice. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I J- think J- JT. I, it feels like a little different than what they they they've got in, in a way. Um, yeah. M- more power. More higher end run guy. Good compliment. Yeah. Um, yeah. More more of a number two guy. Who I don't think is ever going to be a double digit sack guy, but like six to eight, uh, I, th- I think he'd be a good fit with uh, what they've got going in that front seven. Agreed. Uh, Detroit Lions, baby, uh, they're they're st- rolling their way to the playoffs this year um, for the first time in the Campbell era. That being said, there's some clear needs for this team. Um, I think both uh, catching the ball and preventing guys from catching the ball. Also, looking edge, I think. I think this class kind of falls kind of nice for them a little bit. You know, some of the guys that are looking at uh, still on the board. Um, now, and then it's just picking what, what's the biggest what's the biggest need here. Um, I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think this could be another spot for an edge rusher uh, going, you know, they, they haven't really had a consistent, you know, option uh, outside of Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, the glimpses from some guys. But I think just like that, I think that would be just – like, they can get a receiver later. There's a lot of good receivers in this class. I mean, DPJ, DPJ filled that hole anyways. Um, but they can get a receiver later. Uh, the corner group, I, I don't know if there's anyone here that, like, you know what I mean, is really worth this pick at this point, you know? So let, let's go edge. I, you know, I, I, you kind of mentioned the name. I think I think the idea of Landon Jackson, his upside at 29, opposite of Aiden Hutchinson, would be really enticing for the Detroit Lions. You know, we've seen teams um, build Super Bowl uh, champions are getting over the hump with like that pass rush. And the lines lines need it, so I think adding to that is is super Ooh, wise. Andy Jackson in the first round. Let's shake it up. Let's yeah, let's okay. shake it up. What's the yeah. point of making a you know a mid season mock Pretend if it's not doing that? Doesn't matter at all. Exactly. Then we can say we were first. So it's true. Oh, we should have only done stuff like that. Thirtieth, <laughs> yeah. the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. Garrett Schrader, we were first. We were first. Uh, Easy money. We, we, you you watch a lot of Dolphins games. What I love thinking? love my fins. Uh, there's no holes on this team. I'm sorry, but there just isn't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> off the line, still still a little up and down. I mean, they just get the ball out of to his hands really quick. Um, but probably. Yeah, like, I, feel, I feel like what 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 if this they went. And, um, they took uh, Jordan Morgan. Uh, to me, fantastic pick. Uh, I think I think Morgan deserves to be a first round pick in this class. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I'm not. Like, Arms Armstead's been rocks all, but it's banged up. He's always hurt. He's always hurt. Um, it, it, I don't know. Jordan Kendall. Morgan feels like a high floor guy, and that's just kind of what they need. Look, obviously, Tua has been kills people in the run game. Absolutely, high, I mean, we thought Liam Eikenberg was gonna be a high floor guy, but yeah, no, absolutely. I think this is they should be looking um, off the line multiple times because if you can protect Tua, you know, Waddle and Hill are gonna get open on every single snap, um, and if you can protect Tua, you have to because that's the one thing I think that the one thing that you're concerned about with him, right? I think that's a great pick. Morgan's safe as safe as hell, and I think that's smart. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, we got them 31 here. Uh, 
look, you, you watch this Chiefs team and it kind of feels not the same as the last couple years, but they're still very good. I think the reason they don't feel the same is the fact that uh, the pass catchers just, just aren't really getting it done, or the receivers, I should say, because, I mean, Kelsey's still winning off and on the field, am I right? <sighs> Didn't hear the news. That said, I don't know. There's been a lot of receivers going. I don't know exactly who this would be. There's some interesting picks here. Um for the Chiefs, though, let, let's get them the field stretcher. Let's get them the big play potential of Xavier Worthy. Swing on that. Uh, the speed. The, yes, the hands are the question, but uh, hopefully they can fix it up. You know what would be a lot of fun, Rob, for the for the Chiefs? I'm taking Worthy, but you know what would be a lot of fun? Malachi yeah. Corley. That would be a lot of fun. I'm just going to throw that out. Throw that out early. Yeah. Why not? They can take the heel receiver receiver, uh, like for real. But yeah, let's take let's take Worthy and let's get them some explosiveness back in that offense. I I think I really don't see Xavier Worthy being first round pick, but I respect it. I I don't think it's it's I, I think it's very possible. I don't I don't know if I think he's that, but I, I think it's gonna happen. I don't think he's the first Texas receiver drafted. I like Mitchell Moore too, but I don't know. The NFL loves speed. AD Mitchell's going to run faster than him. Philadelphia Ooh. Eagles on the clock, 32. I think I'm just going to go to the secondary. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think this Eagles team has been getting away with some, you know, some some no names in the secondary at times, but their front is so damn good. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think I'm going to go to. Uh, I was debating. I know they they just traded for Kim Byer. So, but I, I was debating Tyler Newbin, Cameron Kitch, Kitchens for the safeties, or Tyrion Arnold and Quinion Mitchell for the corners. I think I'm gonna go Tyrion Arnold. Okay. They love the SEC. They love the SEC, and yeah, they keep doing it. He, he, and, and Arnold's a, a phys, like a long physical corner, mm-hmm. um, super high intensity guy. I think uh, redshirt sophomore only, former five star, I believe. Uh, so guy who's like i think been a big riser this year who won't necessarily need to play right away but has similar makeup to darius slay yeah you know what that's a, that's a good early comp i kind of like that like similar build and all that yeah well like one of the just you know a competitive dude i think it's a good it's a good one all right we did it we got through it um i'm gonna tweet this out on the sometimes in heaven account so uh, make sure to follow that no 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 Please, AJ, reply to everyone who's upset. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.